Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Low-grade product, man. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 103.7 The Buzz. With my they taste like Welcome in Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland. And it is a day that we're talking about plenty going on with recruiting and high school, college with uh, the Razorbacks. They got plenty going on. So uh, there's a lot to get into here. And, uh, and we're going to get into all of it. The way to get into the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Text. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. What's up, Kyle? How was uh, the holiday and now celebrating the new year? It was fantastic. Hope yours was as well, but I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a Scrooge, but I'm glad that we're back into the normalcy of things. That holiday season's great and everything, you know, with my daughter being she's she'll be two in april so this was that first one that she got to walk around and check out all her presents and so that was great but man i'm just kind of glad we're past the the rush of the holiday season all the stresses that do come involved that are involved with it yeah it kind of wears you out after a while so um it is one of those things that you know you're happy to celebrate and have time with family but then you do want to be able to get back to what you're usually doing and kind of get that past you and that's where we are right now with the new year starting and uh it's always a fresh start and a sense of maybe resetting some things or doing some new things yeah absolutely and that's kind of what it is for me you know i i'm still i'm not really one of those guys that's a new year's resolution type person i actually caught the segment that y'all were talking about that yesterday and you always want to improve as as pigskin had said with your health and all that good stuff but I'm kind of maybe looking into some different things. I, I shouldn't. I need to be careful how I say this. I'm not looking to do anything different professionally. I guess I'm just looking to take things a little step further, kind of in my my uh, media career. I guess is what I'm kind of going get on at. Yeah, that's something to always strive for. And, and you know, like we were talking about, it doesn't have to be at the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. but then at the beginning of the year, I think it kind of heightens the sense where everybody's thinking about it more. But that's something that can happen anytime during the year. Right. And uh, so, but that's kind of where everybody is right now. And um, with the college football playoff, the championship game being set, and we're uh, we're going to have Washington, who a lot of people kind of disregarded, and they look past them. But Washington is the number two team in the country. And then Michigan, of course, is number one team in the country. And after the win with Michigan over Alabama – there was a moment when uh, Jim Harbaugh's parents were interviewed, and there was a comment on social media that said, if you want some insight into the person that Jim Harbaugh is, this probably gives a little bit more insight. Your son talks about the two of you all the time. He's talked about this moment coming for this program for a long time. How do you put into words your emotions right now? Are you kidding me? They won! What's thing in our family that we'll use for a long time. And it goes like this. Who's better, better than us? Nobody! I know you get tense during these games. Were you on the edge of your seat throughout this one? Well, of course! We were yelling and screaming. That's what we're supposed to The game was 
right before the long drive, Jackie decided that we should switch seats. Oh my goodness. And I moved to her seat, she moved to mine, and this is the result that we get. All right, so you, you'll have to do that in the national championship yeah. at a certain time, maybe a little earlier in that game. game. Yeah, for everybody's happiness. Oh thank my you goodness. so much. Congratulations. Thank you. So if that doesn't say, you know, how people say that Jim Harbaugh is kind of eccentric and a different type of person, that's where he gets it from. It comes straight from the parents and the family. There was a lot of people that were talking about how that Jack Harbaugh was basically Jim Harbaugh. I mean, if they are... That's basically Jim Harbaugh in, what, 30 years or so? Because I think Jack Harbaugh is like 85 years old. He's starting to that, look a lot well, like his dad he really is. at this point. And, and that's something else, too, that I thought about. How cool was that? Jim Harbaugh's parents are in their early 80s to mid-80s. They finally got a chance to experience this. You think about the hype when Harbaugh got there, especially with what he did with San Francisco. And he did some good things, but just not up to the hype that Michigan thought that that they should be doing and now they're at this point you know going to the national championship game so really cool for for jack and and what was it uh jackie jackie jack and jackie jack and jackie to see that and then you have john and jim john and jim and, and they, the they, daughter i'm not she's sure. married to tom crane i yeah. know that but i, can't I don't remember i'm not name. sure she's a J though for some reason i would think so at this point yeah because uh, just just began to keep the trend but uh, that's really cool, though. They've already got to see their boys play against each other in a Super Bowl. They might see their other son in another Super Bowl if the Ravens keep playing the way that they are. So, man, just really cool time for this family. And, and it's just so funny, you know, the way that they – the who's better than us deal. Uh, that's apparently something, as they said, that they've had in their family for quite some time. And it was even pointed out last season when Amazon Prime took over for Thursday Night Football – that the parents, if they're not actually at the game, they make sure they watch all the games. And John Harbaugh said he had a difficult time trying to explain to his parents how to go about watching on Prime Video. And uh, he said he wasn't sure they were going to be able to watch some of the Thursday night games because of it. And this happened to be last season. So don't know if they got advanced to the point where they are actually able to watch it and know how to go about getting it. But it's uh it is an interesting family dynamic with them. Yeah, and I've always been a, a Jim Harbaugh fan. I, I've mentioned it the other night on Twitter slash X about how it's always so funny. How and Joey Molinaro did an incredible skit on him. Uh, just how every time he'll he'll answer the question, and and like a lot of coaches do, he always turns post game questions or any kind of interviews into something about the team. As soon as he gives his answer, he looks for Blake Corum or he looks for JJ McCarthy. Talk to this guy right here, and then just walks away. That's kind of become his deal with the media especially after games and, and that's that's unique and yeah. uh you know you you like to see some of those things because a lot of times you get coach speak from coaches and it's kind of the same type of answers that is something that's unique to him and you can appreciate when it stays like that as opposed to somebody trying to take that and and use it also uh the same way that coach k a lot of years he would um he would have the associate head coach do like the halftime interviews and certain things that he's trying to have more time with the team. So now he has somebody else that they they conduct those interviews at halftime and they have a different strategy about it. And it's just it's cool to see it when they're doing their own thing and not a carbon copy of what everybody else is doing. Oh, I couldn't agree more because I certainly get plenty of coach speak in, in my, my job that I do. And, and I'll tell you too, Joe, it's, it's interesting doing those, it, especially – the post game. I mean, halftime is always interesting because you don't know what kind of mood you're going to get the coach in. Because even if they're winning, they might not be playing up to their standards. So you don't really know what you're going to get there. But in the post game, you're trying to ju- dodge ice baths. You're trying to dodge players just jumping all over the place and possibly hitting you with the helmet. So it, it is it, it is wild, pretty much as wild as you can imagine it on that field, just trying to do a post-game interview. But I agree with you, it is kind of refreshing to have something a little bit different, even if he does pass it on to one of the players, because they're going to end up interviewing them anyways. And, and it's interesting that you brought that up about kind of the chaos going on. You saw some of that in the semifinal games where the uh, they had an overhead shot and a lot of times you don't get that. You just get the shot where, you know, they go right to the sideline reporter and they have the coach standing there with them. But they had the overhead shot and you could see the reporter trying to chase down the coach as the coach is running and he's going to find the other coach, shake the hand, and then there is chaos around them. But you can see the reporter and she's running and running as the coach is running, trying to chase him down to make sure they do get that moment where they got the setup 
and the coach is right there. So during the 2A state championship with Bigelow and East Poinsett County, Caroline Derby, who did an exceptional job for us, she did the sidelines, and she's literally talking to Luke Starks, the head coach of Bigelow. And this was nothing nothing Luke did anything wrong. He's just, you know, again, it's the chaos on the field. So she's talking to him or starting to ask a question, and he kind of gets pulled away from players and all that kind of stuff. So she had to basically improvise. And it's it really gets crazy like that around the state championships and stuff. It's one thing if you're trying to get a post-game interview after like a regular season game or something, but it gets pretty wild after when you're doing the trophy presentations and people rushing the field, and it's, it's just madness. It can be intense for the person that is in the moment, but, you know, from the outside perspective, you can kind of – kind of appreciate the fact that like you'll see other players come over and congratulate the player or the coach as they're doing the interview and it's not that they're trying to interrupt what's going on they just want to have their moment to to say you know good game and uh and maybe we'll see you again another time and sometimes you see some of those moments and uh not only from the opposing players but and coaches but from the teammates a lot of times you'll see that yeah, and it's always better than having some of the extracurriculars like we saw in the Eastern Michigan. Was it Eastern Michigan? And uh, what was that bowl game where the guy got hit in the back of the head? Yeah, that was uh, one of those. South Alabama. Yeah, South that... Alabama and Eastern Michigan. Guys just leading the band and gets cold cock in the back of the head. So it's always nice to see. We'd rather have chaos in a good way like what we just discussed as opposed to something like that. Don't know what could have happened to take it to that extent where you go cheap shot somebody while they're looking the other way man and, and the game is over and you've had a little bit of time to cool down and you know at that point just go to the locker room yeah. just get off the field i'm almost hesitant to even bring it up because I, I i saw something about it but i really can't remember exactly what it said but i want to say maybe it was something that happened between them like in the third or fourth quarter so a little bit more fresh than if it would have happened you know in the first quarter or something but basically they were kind of jawing and, and whatnot and then he just basically got tired of it essentially is what i had gathered but either way definitely uncalled for just completely no no place for that and even in that moment if it if it happened late in the game still you held on to it yeah until after the end of the game to, to say this is what you're going to do yeah. to take things into your own own hands and your own matter and that game was like 59 to 10 anyways it's just like you said man go to the locker room just lick your wounds and move on yeah crazy stuff man um we're going to get into some what's trending in the world of sports. We're going to go ahead and do some of that early because there was something interesting going on, and we're I guess we'll hold it until the next segment. But um, some really interesting things going on off the field. We see you know a lot of action on the field, but there are some things that are happening off the field where you have players that are declaring for the draft, you have players that are getting in the transfer portal. And, you know, um, one thing we want to put out there, though, are you in favor of your favorite team, no matter who that may be, what sport it is, are you in favor of that team tanking? And and there are a lot of people that seem to be on board with it, especially when they think that their team doesn't have a chance to win anything, they don't have a chance at postseason then they want the teams to lose games so they can get better draft picks. But it's like you're throwing away half the season before it even gets to a certain point. Yeah. I I think that the Bucks. that now the Bucks are in a horrible division. This is a that was probably a team that you thought would be one of the worst in the league. The Rams but also. The Rams were another one of those. So I think that that is probably one that you could look at the argument and say, okay, yes, it's probably not a good thing. But we'll go back to that. We'll come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break. Stay tuned. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Queen Grovey gets in the zone each week, courtesy of Bell & Sword, 1011 Oak Street in Conway. From boots to suits, they have everything for the best-dressed man, Bell & Sword. This is SportsCenter. 
Arkansas football has landed a transfer commitment from Texas A&M wide receiver Anthony Jordan. The 5'10", 160-receiver entered the portal on December 27th. Jordan originally attended Kentucky in 2022 before transferring to A&M last year. He caught three passes in the three games he appeared in in 2023. He's the fifth transfer Arkansas has landed on offense this offseason. He plans to run track at Arkansas also. And in the latest ESPN 2024 NBA mock draft, Trevor Brazil is projected to go 19th still despite a disappointing month of December. Brazil is averaging 10 points and 7 rebounds on 50% from the field and 43% from 3 on nearly 3 attempts a game this season. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer has five service trucks available providing you on-site service to get you back on the road. If that doesn't do it, Stacked has a new state-of-the-art 13-bay shop for service and repair on all Class A trucks, trailers, RVs, light and medium-duty commercial vehicles, tires, brakes, AC, engine repair, transmissions, differentials, and driveline repair. Stacked Commercial Truck and Trailer Repair. Get stacked two miles off 530 exit 34 in Whitehall. Back-to-back Elite Eights and last year the Sweet 16. How far will the team make it this season? Get the scoop on Mondays on Out of Bounds when senior point guard L. Ellis gives us his take on the basketball season. L. Ellis is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance for your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance. Are you in good hands? If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P.com slash sports. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close. Offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CERTAPRO.com. That's CERTA with a C. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Text Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. And we do have an answer on the Southern Structural Solutions text line about the Harbaugh sisters' name. And she is a J, Joni. Joni, okay. I've only seen her. She actually does look like her two brothers, but I've only seen her kind of in interviews. She might have been right next to Tom. Of course, gosh, Tom's been out of basketball for, what, three, two or three years now since he got fired from George or left George, whatever. But other than that, I haven't really seen her in the in the public a whole lot. Yeah, how about that family, though? You're talking about... The Jays. Yeah, and, and then the coaches that are in the family, when mm-hmm. starting with Jack... And then the two sons, and I'm then not, Tom I'm not, Green. Well, and then also, too, um, Jay Harbaugh is the special teams coordinator, at least for now. <laughs> we'll see how that works out. But, he, you know, Jay, he, uh, this is his area. You know, uh, Marcus Wimberly from Boxside, who decommitted from Arkansas. Michigan's really hard on him. I believe that's hit one of his main recruits. Jay Harbaugh actually recruits, you know, this area. So anytime Michigan kid, anytime Arkansas kids get a Michigan look or Michigan offer, he's typically the one, as far as I know, that does the recruiting. But... That's their special teams plays <laughs> close to as bad as they did in the semifinals in the Natty. Then they're going to have some talks with him. Can't let the kid go though. Ooh. Can't let the yeah. uh, it. That's is that that's his nephew, right? I, I believe Jesus. Or I'm pretty sure that's his son. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it, they are related, of course. But I'm pretty confident that's his son. Yeah, because I knew there was some mixing and matching where um, John Harbaugh, I think, had one of Jim's sons on on the staff at one time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're uh, they're definitely a tight knit family. Yeah. What's trending in sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. What's trending in the world of sports? Well, Aaron Rodgers, he makes his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show, and that's on Tuesday. So we got that yesterday, and they get into a lot of different subjects. And yesterday, there was some controversy that went on with Aaron Rodgers and what he had to say about Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy, or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. Bring up Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblems put on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. Has something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like. <laughs> Feels like. That's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this <laughs> A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, a clip from this particular program was run on Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, whenever Aaron brought up the, the list and then. Jimmy mocked him for it. Mm-hmm. Aaron has not forgotten about that, but here we are sitting right in front of that nice bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I'm waiting to celebrate something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something <laughs> He's been waiting That's for the it. one. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping, popping some sort of bottle. Hey, he's been calling for it for a few years now. Now, it sounds like Aaron Rodgers, that was his attempt at comedy. He was making a joke there, but Jimmy Kimmel didn't take it as a joke. And... Um, you know, he even went on to say that if that list comes out and he was, you know, kind of alluding to the fact that if Jimmy Kimmel's name happened to be on the list, then, you know, he could take even more steps there as he did started with that joking manner. But now he could really just put it out there. Got to turn my mic on. No, no secret that Jimmy Kimmel has some controversy, but put out some kind of accusation like that that's that's pretty pretty fierce uh you know especially when you don't know uh, and and obviously you know that i'm, I'm kind of shocked that that hasn't come out well i'm not shocked that it hasn't come out yet we know we've heard quite a few names but yeah that's 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 just a pretty heavy accusation to put on somebody's name but you know we'll see what happens yeah and uh think about that it all came out of the fact that Jimmy Kimmel ran a clip from the show, and that's kind of what he does. You know, late-night show hosts, they run clips from other places, and they make fun of things that have happened. And then for it to get to this point, 
where now they're going back and forth at each other on social media and Jimmy Kimmel even threatened to take it to court because he said he felt like the family was threatened from it. Yeah. it it's amazing that it has gotten to this point. I just can't figure out, talking about Aaron Rodgers, I can't figure out if he's like the nicest guy in the world or just the biggest jerk. I've, I've heard both sides. I've never heard in the middle. And obviously he's got the family issues and everything like that. But you watch if you watched Hard Knocks, it seems like and he's been in the league for two decades, so he's he knows people. But it was it didn't matter if it was an usher, a coach, a player, a cheerleader. He knew everybody, and everybody was coming up to him. So he's obviously a personable guy. But I've never heard oh he's okay. I've either heard he's a complete jerk or he's a super nice guy. It's no in between. So never really heard the part about him being a, a nice guy. You know like. What you were talking about for Hard Knocks, people realize they're going to be on camera. Sure. And so for the cameras, at times they act in different ways. And that's something that has been said about Aaron Rodgers specifically. But you can say that about a lot of people where when the cameras come on, then they may be a different person than they truly are. But never really heard the fact that, you know, he's a super nice guy. Never really heard that when it was always... You know, he's he's kind of out there. He's a different type of person, and he's a jerk. And it's it's almost like you can relate what we were talking about with Jim Harbaugh yeah. and, and Aaron Rodgers and kind of people that are out there. And sometimes that can be misconstrued for being a jerk. Mm-hmm. Well, and I've heard one personal account, but Brett Good, that was a long snapper for the Razorbacks that was with the Packers for years, if I'm not mistaken, they were – one of them may have been at each other's wedding, but they were good friends. So, of course, they played together, so that might be a little di- different opinion. But, uh, now, I mean, I've heard him say that publicly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've probably heard he's a jerk more so than I have the other way around. But, again, it's just it's no in-between with him. It's just kind of one way or the other. Mark on Southern Structural Solutions text line said it's because people get offended easily and he's not worried about being a people pleaser. I agree with that. I agree with he's not a people pleaser for sure. Yeah, there's no question. But um, yeah, it it so hard knocks. You know, you brought that up. That did show kind of a different perspective on him because people probably had that sense of who he is and what they thought about him just because of what they heard to this point. And then when they saw hard knocks, you know, maybe they were feeling a little bit different. But once again, that goes back to maybe he was acting different. Yeah, that's about five hours. That's a great point. That's five hours of footage as opposed to some of the stuff we don't see and it's always good with that whenever they kind of uh show some things that are behind the scenes it's always a good deal chase from bowen law school says jimmy (laughs) jimmy kimmel is an unfunny loser so not a fan of jimmy kimmel and let's see we have another one is talking about the list and We'll see what happen with what happens when the list comes out. Also, yeah, that's just so weird to me. And I know we don't we don't want to get down that loophole too much, but we we heard this all this this stuff about it really for the past couple of months that it was going to come out at the beginning of the year. But are we really shocked that it's January third and we hadn't heard really anything other than con- continued accusations? No, no, can't be shocked at that at all. Also, in other news, David Tepper, the Carolina Panthers owner. He was fined 300000 for essentially, it looked like he threw a drink at a fan in the game against the Jags. And um, so now the NFL is taking measures, and he's been fined $300,000. And somebody on social media broke that down and said it's like, you know, because he's worth $20.6 billion, it's like him paying a dollar seventy something. I think it was dollar seventy seven somewhere, but a dollar, but less than two dollars. So that's to me and you, basically, that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still it's it's you know it'll send a message, but maybe it doesn't send the complete message if you're really trying to send a message. But you know, no matter how much money you have, three hundred thousand, that's still three hundred thousand that you're giving up. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Now he may be used to spending that in other ways. And it's nothing to him, you know, when he spends it. But when he just has to give it up for free, as far as, you know, because of his actions, that makes it a little bit different. And he's pretty much, I mean, I think the overwhelming majority would look at him as the worst owner in the NFL right now. So that does not help his case with the public at all. All right. uh, Another Southern Structural Solutions text line message. Bobby Joe says, Kimmel is a crybaby. And William says 
what's the deal with Kimmel? So basically what it is is Aaron Rodgers had a comment about him possibly being on the Epstein list that's going to come out at some point and, uh, you know, speculation that it's going to come out really soon about people that were going to these parties with Epstein and, and going to the island. And we know about, you know, some of the things that were there. And so it was almost like Aaron Rodgers was he was joking about it, but at the same time alleging that Jimmy Kimmel was involved in some kind of way. And he's one of those guys that's going to throw subtle shots. Now, calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer is a little bit different than accusing someone of of molesting a child, obviously. Now, that's the thing. That's just what Aaron Rodgers, and I think that's how most people saw it. That's probably how Aaron thought of it, is basically just, oh, I'm just kind of, I'm on here with these guys. That's the kind of the moral of their shows to have some fun. I'm going to have fun with it. And so I don't think that he thought that it would get to this point, but honestly, I don't really know that he cares. And Aaron Rodgers calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer, he really was taking a shot at himself because right. we know about the controversy with him and him saying, I'm immunized as opposed to being vaccinated. And he kind of threw everybody off by saying he was immunized. And in their mind, they're saying, okay, well, you know, he's, he's vaccinated. He's done what most people have done, most players did in the league at that time. And it was something that was a benefit to their team. You know, the NFL saw it that way, but you had players that wanted to to do what was best for them, not only in the NFL at the time, but in other leagues, NBA players, you know, uh, whatever the league may have been, they you had some outliers that did what was best for them. And Aaron Rodgers happened to be one of those guys. But instead of him saying, you know, I am this guy, he portrayed himself to be somebody different than he was. And had everybody fooled until it actually came out that he wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, and I know that he was really, I mean, I that that whole time was kind of a blur to me, but I remember he was kind of the face of it. You certainly had, the, uh, and also, too, Cole Beasley was another one of the, the ones that really spoke out against it. But that, that whole time was just such a complete blur with all the craziness. It's, they had all these mandates, you know, before, like, I guess before the, uh, the vaccine, they had all those mandates that you couldn't hug after games, but yet you're sitting here tackling each other. Oh, couldn't, it was, couldn't do jersey swaps. It was, it was the wildest of times. Or I say that, I, I don't need to say that because then something crazier is going to happen. But yeah, it was, yeah, no jersey swaps, no handshakes. And I, I remember, I don't mean to get too far off here, but I remember after the Tennessee game in 2020, Pittman was going around hugging everybody. I think that was actually the week before he was out with COVID for the Florida game. So. Just nuts, nutso times. Yeah, and uh, some good things actually came out of it for um, some of the players. They'll view it that way because practice squads and the rosters actually were expanded because of it. Mm -hmm. And so now, in turn, that's given more players opportunities. And even the IR at the time, it was once you went on IR, you were done for the season. Mm -hmm. But... You know, it changed in a sense where you can go on IR, you can be out for four weeks or so, and if you're not out with a season-ending injury, now you have a chance to come back. So it essentially changed some things that were some positives, and we know that a lot of these sports at the end of the year or even during the season, they see certain things that pop up that may not be a problem, but they see that there could be a need for change at some point. And they evaluate it at the end of the season, and, and they make a call and and try to improve on the game each and every year. Yeah, and I think that's just like it did in the NFL. We could point to all the great things that did happen. Yeah, you know, like I guess some of the great things that did come out of COVID. You know, we learned that we could probably work from home a lot more. You could do a lot more things remote. So just like with anything, there's always a silver lining, and there was plenty that you could look at in the NFL. So Lakers won the championship that year, and there are some people that'll say. It doesn't really count because it was in the bubble. And, and because LeBron was on that team. Yeah, yeah. And so there was no real home court advantage. But there wouldn't have been home court advantage in, anyway because there weren't fans in the stands. But it, it is interesting that they say that about the Lakers and the NBA championship. They don't say that about the Bucks with Tom Brady and, you know, winning the Super Bowl that year. Did the and Braves they, win MLB that year? or I believe it was the Braves that year. But And they also... Um, for the Super Bowl, they did have more fans in the stands because the NFL mm-hmm. wasn't going to miss out on that anyway. And NFL, they were one of those leagues that stood out from the beginning to say that they were going to play. They, I don't think they ever made an official statement, 
But the fact that they didn't make a statement, they made a statement that they were playing games. That was their statement. We're playing games. We're not going to let this stop us. We're not going to let this affect us in the way that it affected a lot of other sports. And then UFC, MMA, UFC, Dana White, that's another one that comes to mind as an organization that they just kept going. They just kept going and and didn't let anything stop them. Yeah, so, yeah, they didn't let anything stop them at that point, and um, they were they were uh, good to go as far as that. You know, everybody just kept rolling along. But we're going to come back, and uh, we're going to have your Razor Hog update on the other side of the break. But as far as some of the things going on with high school sports, I know, Kyle, you're more into uh, getting deeper into basketball season. Yep. And we're kind of seeing how that takes shape. And uh, what are some of the storylines that are going on right now as far as high school basketball and kind of where it is? Well, man, one of the great things I love about basketball, uh, like in our state especially, is we are real, like the talent just seems to continue to get better and better and better. I know that's so cliche to say, but I mean, if you look at just some of these out-of-state tournaments that these guys play, you know, look at at who Central played. Look at who, I mean, Jonesboro, they're always going to challenge themselves. North Little Rock girls, Conway girls, the list goes on and on and on. So we had a lot of, of great teams that really, even even in losses, I think if you look at the King Cotton, uh, Whitehall, and Benton are two examples. You know, Whitehall, they didn't win any games, but I thought that they played, they did some really good things in that tournament. Benton, uh, Little Rock Christian also, another one, you know, Pine Bluff played extremely well. So I thought that all the teams that we had in the King Cotton Classic last week down in Pine Bluff uh, were great. But I mean, it's, it's still, you know, obviously... It's so it's too early to call right now. I spent I think in the I think in four days I spent about seventeen eighteen hours breaking down schedules, film, all kinds of different things for our rankings that we released for SB Live yesterday. But uh, man, it's definitely you know it's it's heating up. You got Conway and North Little Rock. Uh, that's going to be a really big girls game uh, this week. So and then Marion and West Memphis going to be gr- a big girls and boys game up there in East Ark Northeast Arkansas. So. Still a lot to figure out with a little over two months left in the season, but uh, it was really cool to see you know how well so many teams pre- uh, performed, not only against you know within our in-state competition, but with out-of-state teams as well. Okay, so uh, with the King Cotton Classic, who was you remember who the winner was? What state they came it from? It was uh, Gonzaga College out of D.C. They are uh, I know they are ranked as high as fifth in the country. They had um, what was that McDonough, the number two team in Georgia, Little Rock Christian beat them. I'll I'll tell you one the the thing that I was most impressed with Pond Bluff just got there and, and a lot this is the case with a lot of teams you get your football guys in and stuff like that but Pond Bluff to me really they just played on another level compared to what I thought they would be because I thought that it was going to be maybe about three weeks to a month away before we saw that team play that well. Courtney Crutchfield he's going to play on Saturday in an All-American game just got done with football season drops 30 on the first two games like it was nothing I don't think there's any question, Joe, that he's the best overall athlete in the state. That that almost solidified it right there, just seeing that on top of what else he's done. Um, he's definitely a football player, but is he good enough in basketball where he could play basketball? I, I would say – I would – man, I'll – Probably so. I don't. I don't know if it's P. I, yeah, he's probably P five. I, I really, to be honest, other than the state tournament last year, I haven't watched him a ton. I'm not going to sit here and lie on air. I haven't watched him a ton other than the state tournament, a couple of games last year, and then in, and then the King Cotton. So I, I don't know, but it would. I would think so. Again, you're playing against national competition, and you're pretty much fresh out of football. Really, still playing football, getting ready for that All American game, and you come out and do that. And then he was the five A uh, state tournament MVP last year. So. And they got two other, Randy Emerson and Darion Graydon, that are looking really good as well. We'll come back with more of Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland. Stay tuned. Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby. See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock. 
So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing process properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Piggott? Yep. Hoops in Humnote. Baseball in Boxite. Long shots in Lavanca. All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oaklawn Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. My ride smells just right. Just for Literacy is a one-day pickleball tournament happening January 13th at the River Center in Benton. All levels and ages competing in women's and men's doubles. There is $600 in prize money in Moneyball brackets. Literacy Action of Central Arkansas is a non-profit organization that teaches adults and their families reading and English language skills. Serving Pulaski, Faulkner, Saline, and Conway Counties. Register for the tournament at literacyactionar.org by January 9th. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Yo, remember yo. back on the bully when cats used to harmonize like. Yo, yo, yo. My men and my women, don't forget about the day. Is it out the most the king? Yo, about a thing. Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Kyle Sutherland. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. Those are all the ways to get into the show. And we do have a comment on the Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. comes from Rick V. He says that ESPN took the Rogers bit so personally that they made McAfee put on an actual shirt in his apology video. And Kimmel dishes it out every night. 
if you're dishing it out, you should be able to take it. So he says, don't dish it out if you can't take it from Jimmy Kimmel. And, you know, there's uh, there's some truth to that. And, uh, you know, he's somebody that that's what he does with his job. And really, he should have a, um, a response to it in a certain way. But in this sense, you can understand where he was coming from because mm-hmm. he said that, you know, those are serious allegations. And that's something that could endanger his family. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you got to think about it. He's got. I'm, I'm not a Jimmy Kimmel fan whatsoever, but I will defend him in the fact that again, you know, he is obviously he's got what like 12 million followers on X. He's been around for years and years and years. People know who he is. So that is scary. When when you're, I'm, I can imagine what he was referring to as his kids, his his wife, or are all getting threats. So again, I, I'm not a fan of the guy, but I I can kind of see where he's coming from as far as getting those accusations. This is your Razor Hog Update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. Your Razor Hog Update, there's plenty going around in recruiting, and Kyle, you're, you're up on everything going on as far as from the high school ranks and recruiting and what Arkansas is doing at this moment. And a player that transferred in state, Hakeem Frampton, you know, you're getting a good look at him for the fact that he came in from California and now he's playing for Robinson yeah. here in Arkansas. Yeah, so Hakeem Frampton, he's a 27, listed as an athlete, and he's got an offer from Auburn. I believe also Indiana got multiple D1s. He's actually the cousin of Jacob Coleman, who is going to be a senior, I believe a senior next year. He came in from California, plays defensive back for Robinson. So that's a big get, not only for Robinson, but that's that's big for the state of Arkansas to have a a prospect of that high of caliber, especially at 14, 15 years old coming in. So that was one of the big news of Robinson that we got yesterday. He officially in enrolled in 2027. Tw- wow. So he's a freshman. Yeah, he's a freshman. So he's 14, 15 years old uh, and already, got, like I said, already got an Auburn offer. Now his dad played, his dad, Dwayne, was a, re- a great wide receiver for Arkansas State, played un- under Steve Roberts and then Hugh Freeze. Uh, I-, I would imagine part of the reason, on top of his talent, Probably part of the reason why he, got, he has that connection with Auburn is that freeze connection with his father who played in that offense. And I uh, actually had a t- talk with Dwayne, real nice guy, really excited to get to Arkansas and talk to Coach Escola, um, you know, and, and all that good stuff. So they're excited to have him. But, again, you know, that's that's big, Joe. When you get a, a recruit of that caliber that's getting those kind of offers and they come in the state of Arkansas, people talk all the time about how the state of Arkansas talent's down. And, and while we might not have the Texas talent or the Tulsa talent or South Louisiana or something, like that getting the prospect in is going to help bump us up just a little bit and Hugh Freeze he's done uh, a job don't know if you know it's it some people will take it as personal because he's in the conference he's coaching at Auburn but he's he's had a sense of closeness when he was in the Memphis area and he was that close to Arkansas it goes back to those days where he would come into the state and recruit heavily and he's done a great job of getting some good players from the state of Arkansas mm-hmm. here recently that are headed to Auburn to to play with him there. Walker White, I know T.J. Lindsay didn't graduate from Bryant, but he was there until he went to IMG, so signed two Arkansas kids just in the 24 class alone. And what else, what else was there that you Oh, were... uh, so Quentin Murphy, who has been 25 quarterback, he was committed to Ole Miss initially, and he's got offers Alabama, Georgia, uh, I think – 247's got him as a three-star. I'm, I'm pretty confident at least one or two services have him as a four. But he has transferred to Parkview. He has announced he announced via Instagram earlier today. Uh, we did put a story out on sblive.com or scorebooklive.com as the domain still is. So you can check out a little bit more on that. But he will be playing for the two-time defending 5A state champions next year. And what's his classification? He is a 25. 25. Okay. Okay. So... Yeah, man, it's getting really interesting. And not to mention that you still had players that got into the portal until yesterday for college. You know, you're, you're still you're, you're looking at some of the high school players and how that lines up with recru- re- recruiting. But also with Transfer Portal, there are some players, some late additions into there, and uh, there's still going to be plenty of schools 
that are going to get some good players from the portal here in, that just got in within the last few days. Yeah, and of course Arkansas, they, they scored what I know that as far as college goes, Jordan Anthony doesn't have a whole big picture body of work, but hey, if it's if he played for Bobby Petrino at Texas A&M and he sees something, I'm not ever going to question Bobby Petrino offensively especially, so uh, that was a really big get, and I think that the Razorbacks might have a chance at getting maybe one or two more that we might not have expected, maybe at least one, uh, but you know, you got a really good linebacker, of course you've your linebacker room is completely depleted, it seems like. But you got the one it was a Xavier story. Sorry, I believe was his name. So uh, yeah, it's it's fun to follow. You know, that's kind of I've I've done a little bit of freelance work uh, tracking the portal, and it's a lot of fun, Joe, because I can kind of do some of the stuff that I have to do for SB Live while also keeping that on my other screen. So I can kill two birds with one stone. But I've been following it really heavily since about December first, and it's. It's wild, but it's fun at the same time. It, it may not be uh, any specific players that you could get into, but maybe positions. What what positions are you thinking that are still positions positions of need where they really need to uh, try to mend some things and, and get after it in the portal? So they've got what three offensive linemen out of the portal. That's big, um, and then they've got they got the line. But I, I think you definitely need at least. I mean, it goes without saying one or two more linebackers for sure. You've lost. Now, um, was it Thomas? Which one was the one that, the one from South Florida that announced he was going to the draft, but he was out of eligibility anyways. Then you also had Jaheim Thomas that's leaving. You had uh, Chris Paul, obviously. So, I mean, that room is as depleted as any. So I think you probably need to get at least one or two more out of there. Um, Like you said, you got the offensive linemen, but, oh, maybe defensive lineman for sure but I think I think that linebacker for sure is you pretty much your main area of focus right and, now. and that's what people have to realize about the transfer portal and it's connected with NIL but that's what they have to realize about it you're going to lose certain players but also you're going to gain players and this is just the way that college sports are and at the moment this is the way it's going to operate and you really don't see it changing anytime soon now it could change if they decide to do contracts or however they decide to do this thing. But for the moment, this is what it is. And you could see it taking shape with basketball more so because there are less players on a basketball roster. We've seen what Coach Muss has done as far as changing that roster over every year. But I think Coach Prime and football kind of opened that door where you're seeing it more in football now and you're completely changing teams year in and year out. Well, and, and G.J. Kenny was another one that I think I said his last name correct. Nobody really talked. Of course, Prime's going to get a lot of the spotlight, and rightfully so, but he, he brought in a lot of trans. Was it? I, I can't remember the exact number, but it was a large. I mean, he basically revamped his entire roster. BYU did it also. BYU did it, but, but of course, with, with Texas State and, D, and G.J. doing what they did, won the first bowl in, in school history. We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds. It's Hour 2. Pat Bradley on the other side. PB coming up. Stay tuned. 1037 The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Crane Hyundai of Conway, Blackman Auctions, Bell Chevrolet, and Arkansas Scholarship Lottery. Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub.